0: This is podcast number 391, and I'm be your host, and this week we have returning guests.
2: Hi, this is Greg, TV enthusiast from St. Louis.
1: Hi, this is Allison, and I write reviews for Weed Hi,
3: this is you, son, and I'm a costume designer and TV enthusiast. All right, and this week in the news, there's
0: not that much, or at least not that much that I could find, but Emmy, uh, MU- someone's typing, please stop. Thank you. Or beeping, or whatever that is. Uh, this week in the news, we have that Emmy Rossum ex- is exiting Shameless after Season 9. I take it that's the lead, right? Anybody who watches Shameless?
3: No, the, with the young one with the curly hair. Oh, I don't know who that is. Uh, but Good apparently order. it was
0: like a big deal, so people were talking about it. Uh, Jimmy Simpson, who I know Allison loves, from Westworld, uh <laughs> is joining ben kingsley in a new drama called our lady ltd which will be airing on uh epics hmm. but i mean i like jimmy simpson and i like ben kingsley so i'll at least check that out absolutely uh mr robot will end after season four and all i can say is hallelujah still say it again allison is anyone still watching yeah, I'm, I am. I'm, are, I'm still with it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch last season because I thought season two was such a train wreck. Um, So I don't know what happened in season three. It got better. <laughs> but at least they've decided, okay, this has a limited shelf life, so let's just finish the story. Because how many times can a crazy man do something and they alter time and your perception? And all, like, yeah, it just doesn't work. So... They finally figured that out, so thank you. Uh, And if anybody was wondering, they uh, I mean, I don't even know if this even counts as news, but the Connors has confirmed that uh, Roseanne's character will mysteriously be dead. Well, maybe not. They will probably say, and she died on the highway, whatever they're going to say. She's going to die off screen. And for those surprised by that, I'm sorry. But there you go um and that's all i have for the news i'm sure there's more but that's all i could find or care about this week all right let's start off with the shows first up we're going to talk fear the walking dead and i'm trying to remember what this episode this week's episode was morgan gets mysteriously taken to mississippi in the back of a truck and he meets these people who he thinks are shady, but then he thinks they're nice, but then they turn out to be shady. And Morgan then actually does something out of character for himself, which is weird. Like I heard the writers talk about how Morgan made that decision, but it seemed so out of character for Morgan. It was weird. Like I was like, wait, Morgan did what? Like while he was doing it, it felt surreal. Yeah, uh, well, you know what I mean.
2: Go ahead. I was kind of confused. I was like, okay, because first he was leaving. He was going to Alexandria. But then he's like, oh, but there was a a storm. And so now...
0: I I want to check on my friends, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, he has to go back and check on his friends before he goes. I mean, I didn't get that.
0: Well, I have to admit I agree with you that when he kept changing direction, I didn't know which direction he was switching back and forth from. I was like, wait, where is he going? Um, Up until he gets to the point where he gets on the radio... And he's like, the bridge is out. I can't go check on my friends. And he's staring at the bridge, which is obviously not out. And so then I was like, oh, so he was going to go to his friends, then he changed his mind, then he changed his mind, then he changed his mind. And then finally he just got on the radio and was like, no, I'm not going to check on my friends anymore. I'm just going to go to Virginia. And, yeah. and he's like, the bridge is out, so I can't get there.
2: And, and he, finds I, some guy, he finds some guy with a bag over his head. Right. And- and the guy makes beer.
0: <laughs> He's apparently very, for, very excited the, about this I, beer making process. Yes. Yeah.
2: For the entire uh, zombie apocalypse, this guy has been in a brewery. Apparently,
0: I I don't under like I understand how <laughs> in, in the brewery he probably had some kind of way to have water and fix that up. But where did he where did he get food for the last year or two? It's been it
1: just three ate a years. lot of barley basically. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's what I kept thinking is like, if he's been doing nothing to brew beer, where is he getting the supplies to do it? You know? I don't know. I, mean, I do not because people
0: have to harvest the barley. The barley doesn't last forever. And even if he's making because I'm assuming he's only making small badges. He's not making. Yeah. So, OK, so say you assume the barley doesn't go bad after three years. Sure. Whatever. I don't know where he's getting the water supply for that long. And they don't explain how he had food for three years. Uh, none of that is explained. And he's just like, I've been sitting in a brewery for three years. I don't know how to fight walkers. I'm like, well, then you should be dead. Like that's basically, (laughs) that was pretty much my entire reasoning when he was talking about, I've been, don't look at me. I don't know how to fight them. I've been in a brewery for three years. I was like, and you should be dead. So, um, but, I, I get that they, they, they were like, this is his moment of weakness and dishonesty where he was being selfish. And then sitting up on that car, he's like, oh, it was the same. I was like, that's not the same thing. Deciding, well, I'd rather go. He told everybody he was going home and they're all like, peace out later, dude. And so I don't feel like he should feel super obligated to go back and check on them. Because right. they very clearly said, we don't want to go with you. We're fine on our own later. So that should have, you know, divorced of any obligation. So I don't know why he felt so guilty wanting to go home to his real friends who he's known for years. Um, And yeah, then, then they compared it to those guys looking at him being surrounded by walkers and leaving him. I was like, oh, it was the same thing. I was like, that's not the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Go ahead. You guys talk. I was very frustrated at that part, but go ahead.
2: Yeah, I didn't really know what the point of the episode was, really. I mean, it's just to introduce a couple new characters.
0: Yes, it was to um, introduce all those characters and to show that even Morgan could be more morally gray. But I don't agree that he was as morally gray as those losers were.
2: Yeah, and then to have you know an entire dialogue about, well, if we're trying to rebuild society, the first thing we need to do is to have beer.
0: <laughs> that was a really long conversation. <laughs> he gave he gave all historical references and all this stuff, and I was like, I understand that in the world of commerce, once you finish building a community, I get where that comes in. But first, let's build a community. Like it's like cart before the horse sort of situation. You know? So yeah. Yeah. Allison yeah, no, your I, thoughts. And-
1: Well, as you know, I I was kind of looking forward to this because I am a big fan of Aaron Stanford from when he was on uh, 12 Monkeys. So I liked seeing him on this, you know, but his character just doesn't make any sense. (laughs) And, and, you know, we're talking about characters who shouldn't survive the apocalypse. You know, I mean, he's number one. But the other guy, no matter how tough talking he is, the guy in the wheelchair. It's like I kept wondering how she even got him back into the truck. Right. You know, I mean, seriously, how does, how does that work? Is she like superhumanly strong? <laughs> she just lift him there, there and his chair all the way up. Well, in no, there? they I'm...
0: strap the chair to the side. They show the chair is always strapped to the side. But what I, I don't that. know, but what I will have to say is I remember when, um, Herschel got his leg cut off and he was like, he, at that point was on a prosthetic and he was like, I want to go on some mission with you guys. And um, Daryl was like, "Nah, you can't go because at the end of the day, it always comes down to running." Mm-hmm. Sometimes she's like, "It always comes down. You got to run." And um, I was like, "Yeah, how is this dude for three years still alive? I don't understand that either." I yeah, get, it's... I get what they're trying to do, and I think they're going to show he has stuff in his arsenal that keeps him alive because I saw something in the preview. His chair is all rigged out, that he's got these spikes and stuff that come out, which looked cool. I was like, "Ah, oh, that's pretty cool. So, like, if a walker's coming from behind him and he doesn't have time to turn around, he's got these cool spikes that shoot up and, and kill the walkers. But how does he get the walker off the spikes? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he retracts him and then that works, I guess.
1: There's but, there's just too many logistics. I appreciate <laughs> them wanting to be inclusive in everything. You know, I mean, that's that's nice, but it's it's just not realistic in this context.
0: Well, I mean, like, even though I'd like to think I'd be, I've been watching enough of this that I'd be okay, but I'm like, truthfully, once my medication runs out, I'm screwed. So <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. not even a walker that's going to get me. It's like, I can't go to the pharmacy. Oh, well. <laughs> um. So, yeah, there's... There are certain things that, that people have that will kill you, and it's not including the walker situation. Surviving Walkers is hard enough. So, But yeah, I mean, I get the addition of the new characters. I'm not sold on them yet. Like, I will say that the first group of people they introduce, like Dory and Naomi or June or whatever the heck her name is, like, both of them, I attached them pretty quick. Like, I was like, these guys are awesome. Um, but the new people, mm, no, I think Morgan should ditch them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I,
0: I, I don't, I don't like them. I mean, I get that they're trying to form a community and they're like, I was going to say they're like the Abraham Rosita, uh, Eugene group that, that added to the group later, except they're not even that cool. And, and the only person that was cool in that group was Abraham anyway, but you know, so <laughs> yeah, uh, We'll see. Um, next week, I think they get the whole... They start to collect, get the group back together, hopefully. Um, and then they meet some crazy woman that's got a walker in her backseat. I don't know what she's about either. Uh, just, I don't know. <laughs> I was so sure that this show was... Like, the first half of the season was really good. I am not sure what's happening in the second half.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. Why would Morgan... Go all the way to Texas and then decide he wants to go all the way back. I don't. I don't understand.
0: Well, he was. If you remember when he started his walk, he was crazy still, oh, and it okay. wasn't really until he gelled with the group that he became a little uncrazy. And um, now that he's back on,
2: <laughs> yeah, because I think it. I think in a previous podcast, you were like, "Uh, I think he's like one step away from like uh, clear again.
0: Right. And he was. (laughs) He was definitely like that. At the end of of last season of The Walking Dead, he was absolutely one step away from killing everyone. And so that's why he left. And in the process of walking all the way to Texas and meeting this group, he got his sanity back. But now the question is, like, where does he belong? And he kind of to. he wants to go home which I don't blame him because all the people in Virginia are people that he knows as friends. He he loves those guys and these people, he's only known them for a month or so. So it's not the same thing. He just feels obligated to help them because they're idiots. Like he, you know what I'm saying? So whatever. All right, let's move on. I'm really hoping that they get the story going for the second half of the season where it makes sense right now. This doesn't, I don't know what's happening and it's, and it's not making me happy. Okay. Yeah.
2: Thumb thumb sideways.
0: Yes. All right. uh, Next up, we're going to talk about the season finale of Preacher, and a lot of things happened. Uh, Jesse got the voice back. He killed a lot of people. (laughs) He, um, and Wait, and he was so, oh, and he, he damned his soul because he found out that his grandmother, while she still had possession of his soul, sold it to the devil. And the condition was, if he killed her, then he was screwed. Like, um, And he thought about it. He was about to leave her alive and was like, mm, can't do it. Gotta kill yep. her.
2: Yep, hooked her uh, up to the machine and burned the whole place to the ground. Yeah,
0: that was, I mean... That's one of those situations where I think he figured he was going to hell anyway. <laughs> it's like might as well uh kill the grandma on the way uh that was all pretty good, and uh what was going on with uh tulip Tulip was escaping. oh God interfered and rescued what is I'm not sure what God's agenda is in this show, like it seems very non specific slightly related to Jesse.
1: Like I think he's, he's af- definitely related to Jesse. I think he's but
0: afraid of Jesse, and he wants her to keep Jesse away from him. But I think, like, it's very vague. Like, I'm not sure what his agenda is. What do you think?
2: Yeah, he says, well, yeah, I think he said something about he wants um, he wants the voice to not interfere with his grand plan.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I guess. Even though everybody thinks that God has left the building, but apparently not so much. So, uh, yeah.
2: but yeah, and, and the saint, uh, the saint, uh, apparently just decided that he was going to leave hell and, or kills the devil.
0: Yeah. Cause he was like, you know what? I'm over you.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I dis- did
1: like I- the special effect for that, the be- the bats crawling out of his head,
2: Yeah. Or,
1: <laughs> a nice little touch,
2: um, and decides that Eugene doesn't belong there. And so he's going to take him, take him, I guess, back up to the earth. I guess.
0: Yeah, and, and then Eugene finds out that they're going after Jess, and he was like, Jesse? And that's the first time we've seen Eugene, like, really angry. And I was like, and justifiably so. He's right to be angry. Because yeah. everything he suffered was just like a slip of the tongue of Jesse's. Right. You know? I but, mean, yeah. to be fair, Jesse did do it on purpose, but he couldn't figure out a way to undo it. You know, and, yeah. and the
1: thing is, as far as he knows, he just left him there. He doesn't know that he made any attempt whatsoever to try to get him back.
0: Which he did. He did make a couple of Yeah, attempts. but he doesn't
1: know that. Right. He just feels abandoned. Right. And, and of so, course, yeah. Yeah. So that should be interesting next year, as well as Hitler being in charge of hell now. <laughs> he's such a dweeb. And he, dweeb. Up, and he, up, he changed up. his
0: name. To, instead of Hitler, he changed his name to Hilter. Or something like he changed no, two it was letters. David.
1: It was the same last name, but it was David Hitler. No, but they didn't
0: pronounce it Hitler. They pronounced it differently, which was hilarious. Like, it wasn't Hitler. It was, I can't remember now, but they changed the, the pronunciation just a little so it wasn't actually Hitler.
2: But it's, it's hilarious because he's in charge of hell, but he's still wearing his, like, sandwich shop. <laughs> 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 oh,
0: man. That is such that is such a way to make that whole thing a joke, and they got to kill a lot a lot of Nazis. That was also awesome. So, uh, I'm always in favor of that. But yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think: is there anything else that we need to talk about? Uh, well, also, um, they oh, Cassidy.
1: kidnapped uh, Cassidy.
0: Yeah, though I don't know why he was surprised like that. He got betrayed. Well, either one, like that dude betrayed him and then he got summarily <laughs> killed he was like uh, he was like why are you wearing a hat in the sun are you mocking me and he was like no I told you I was a vampire he goes oh I thought you were kidding he was like no I'm a real vampire and then he just looked at him and he took the hat off his head and he was like idiot <laughs> <laughs> and that all of that just makes me laugh like they do such a good job
1: of combining just dark humor um oh and they killed hoover which i'm upset about because i like him which one was hoover the the one who became a vampire i was just yeah i just
0: said that i was just saying the story how he got killed
1: it's by taking yeah but it was just i i it seems like such a waste because he's such a funny character i'm really gonna miss him
0: that's true, but I'm not sure how they would explain having a vampire in their ranks of heavenly whatever, you know, so that doesn't How do they work.
1: explain anything <laughs> I mean, honestly.
2: And so do they really think that if they I guess they think that by capturing Cassidy that that um they can control
0: uh All right. yeah. Jesse.
2: Jesse, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, yeah, and it's like and of course in fine fashion instead of just Going to capture him, they rip an entire house off its foundation and then drop it into the Mexico.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that's nothing like does overkill like that. And then they're waiting in their big uh, mountain um,
1: Masada. They're in Masada, yeah.
0: but I mean, I'm just saying they're they're big like fortress that they've designed, and they're waiting for Jesse to come and try to rescue his friend. And I'm like, Jesse's dumb, but he's not that dumb. And it, I mean, if he see it, all of them are wearing earmuffs and stuff, which means they've got to do this a different kind of way.
1: Mm. Uh, I'd like to know what's going on with the the. I assume it's an angel that's tied up above Cassidy. I, I'm kind of interested to see oh, what's right. going on with that, because that was bizarre. It's They didn't explain it at all. It's just suddenly, you know, he looks up and there's this this captive angel and it's like, OK. All right. I saw that and I wasn't sure what I was seeing. So, yeah.
0: All right. Let's move on. Um, I think we're giving this a thumbs up. It was a good ending to the season. I'm excited about next season. This is the way you do it, guys. <laughs> All right. Next up, we're going to talk about Better Call Saul. And this episode was more about Mike and Nacho than it was about uh Saul, really. Because yeah. Saul was just kind of in the background doing random stuff and working at a cell phone mobile store which was weird. Um he did that so he didn't have to go to counseling. It was like Kim was like, "Well, if you're not you don't have a job, then you should go to counseling about your brother." He was like, "No, wait. I have a job." And it was a, it was just him sitting in a mobile store. Like that story not interesting at all. Right. Um but Mike was what was Mike doing?
2: Mike was in counseling, I guess. Uh, Oh,
0: right. And it was like, (laughs) oh, you want me to talk was like the name of the episode or something like that. Yeah. Uh,
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he had all this rage at this dude who was fake doing confessions because he just wanted sympathy. And he was just lying the whole time, which is crazy. I mean, I've heard that people do that, but I can't even imagine going to a support group that's about grief and you telling the BS story, and you're just sucking up other people's, you know,
2: sympathy. That's right.
0: That's just so, that's the lowest of the low, man.
2: Yeah, it kind of reminded me of Fight Club, you know. And that was, that was kind of one of the storylines in the movie Fight Club, where they were just kind of going to different support groups. Um, he and his girlfriend were just going to different support groups so that they could, you know, talk about their angst.
0: But was their angst real or was it fake?
2: No, it was fake.
0: See, I don't get it. But anyway, um, his anger, like when that guy started talking, he realized that dude was lying yet again. I thought he was going to jump across the, the little circle and strangle that guy. Um, but he restrained himself and just called him a liar and made him run away uh so all that was mike plus he got outed by gus and that he knew nacho was working for salamanca or something what did he get in trouble for oh he knew that nacho was gonna try to kill salamanca that's what he got in trouble for right and i like that he was super cool about it he was like look if you were gonna kill me that would have already happened so what do you want me to do (laughs) (laughs) i have to give him credit he was super chill I don't know, and I think that's just like, he's like, look, I've been in wars, I've been in combat, I've been in whatever, Uh, so let's do this. Kill me or not, your decision. Um, Yeah, Mike is
2: awesome.
0: Your thoughts? I've been talking too much.
2: And then uh, there was a scene, I guess Nacho, I guess they were going to, you know, uh, I guess get back at the... You know, it's kind of weird. Oh, like,
0: when the twins went in, when those, the brothers yeah. went in and uh, went
2: just in destroyed and that
0: place. place? Yeah. Yeah. And I like that Nacho's smart enough to realize what was going on. He was like, oh, you wanted to get rid of the competition, so you sent them to do that, to do your dirty work for you. So the blah, 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 blah. Like, he's, he's not dumb. He's not just a henchman, you know? And, and he, the fact that he's following along with what Gus is doing is pretty cool. Because Gus is really smart. So that lets you know that, that Nacho's not, you know, an idiot. Completely. <laughs> and I really felt bad for him and his dad like when he showed up. at his dad's and he was like, can I just stay here for a little while? I was like, aw.
2: So, yeah, and why wow. is Wexler um, spending time in court? Is that because she misses arguing? She,
0: no, no, she's got an agenda. I don't know what it is. Yeah, uh, I'm
1: I'm confused, sort of, about what it is exactly she has in mind because you know lately it seems like she's sort of fallen out of you know the the joy of doing what she's doing for that bank, right? And and she wants to get into criminal law or something. Maybe, yeah, something like the advocacy or something like that. Right. I have no idea, but she's she's clearly got something else in mind,
2: right? But and it's good more... that the uh, the actor who was playing the judge doesn't have to be in uh Neelix's um, prosthetic.
1: <laughs> yes, that's what
0: he looks like about
2: <laughs> <without his> a <laughs> top
1: of late dicks
0: on. Look at you you Star Trek geeks. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. Better Call Saul is a very good episode though I did miss Saul. Uh we didn't get to see him do very much this week, so I'd like hopefully next week is a Bigger well, I think he him. actually
1: directed the episode. I think that's pr- probably oh. why he wasn't
0: in it much. Okay, that yeah. does make sense. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Next up, we're going to talk about The center. And this, I have to say, was probably the weakest episode so far in the show. Um, I didn't... I was not... Not that I was really confused by it, but weird stuff was happening that didn't really make a lot of sense. And the lady that, it, like, he f- was like, wait, you drugged my tea. And I was like, dude, you idiot, why'd you drink the tea? Because we were arguing about this last week, Allison. You were like, I think he drank the tea. And I was like, did he? He can't be that dumb. I he was, so. <laughs> and then he was like, did you drug my tea? And I was like, you drank the tea? Uh, and then she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, oh, come on. Sure. And uh, so I, I, we still don't know what happened that night. Um, but we know he's super confused by it and it's giving his partner like wrong signals because him arguing with the woman makes it seem like they're on the same, they're, it almost made it seem like they were in an intimate relationship, the way they were arguing, just mm-hmm. if you were watching them and you couldn't hear what they were saying. So I get why she pulled back on her trust of him. Like that
1: makes sense to me. And he yeah, d- well, it's not just her. I mean, everyone has pretty much gotten the idea that he's not. You know someone they can trust he, he was deliberately told you know you can go home now thanks right bye
0: exactly well and also
1: he showed up on
0: the the witness list for the defense and they're mm-hmm. like what the heck is going on what did you do and he's not explaining anything so that does not help the level of trust if he's keeping secrets and part of it is it's not so much he's keeping secrets he really he legit, legitimately doesn't know but he doesn't want anybody to know that he doesn't know So it's a lot of, he's trying to cover his own butt, but in a way that's screwing himself. So, yeah. I don't know. And and basically because of this episode, I have no idea where the show is going, but not in a good way. Not in a way like, I'm like, oh my God, what are they doing? It's like, this is a mess. Uh, So I didn't enjoy this episode as much as the others.
1: Well, I felt that they clarified other stuff. I mean, they're getting more into the background of what, did happen when um what's her name joined the cult right? But I don't. What conditions were is, and
0: oh, you mean which the mom or the mom uh, her her <laughs> the
1: the the best now, friend or the girlfriend? best friend? who no, was the girlfriend. The best friend when she when she joined the cult and, right. and and you know they're making it very clear whose child it was right and, and, that, and that. But and, I mean was,
0: I, that's not a surprise. I feel like they didn't even need to tell like that was unnecessary because i already could work that out i I didn't need to visually see it
1: yes and no because i think that at least because of the previews that i saw for for this coming week i think remembering those incidents uh is is provoking um uh god what's her name now the the fake mother um to finally confessing some of what's going on that she's had it with with what's happening and she's actually going to come clean um at least to bill pullman
0: i know but i don't know if i believe her that's my problem i haven't believed anything she said so far like i don't trust her just like he says he doesn't like in the previous they were like he goes i don't trust you and i was like yes i don't trust her either so even though she's saying she's confessing to stuff i feel like she's got another agenda and i don't believe her enough to to fall for that but whatever we'll see I just, Mm -hmm. I I would give this one a thumb sideways, just almost thumbs down. Like, I did not enjoy the episode. Okay. But this is a better season than last season. I will say that. All right. Next up, we're going to talk about Castle Rock. And um, I will confess that I've only seen the first 30 minutes because I forgot that I was supposed to watch it. (laughs) Because it was on Hulu. And somebody texted me like thirty minutes before the podcast about Castle Rock and I was like, Oh my god and then I started <laughs> watching. So I can talk about the first half and then you guys can
3: talk about the rest. How about that? But doesn't, but, yeah, okay. but doesn't that does, but doesn't that say something about the show if you're like Oh no no, no 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 no
0: no. This show's amazing. No, this show's great. Um I forgot because I got on to I was binging something else that we won't talk about. But I was binging something else and I totally it just slipped my mind because the other shows, when I clicked on my TiVo, it just was like, hey, here's the center, here's whatever. And so those shows were there. And this one, I have to go to Hulu to watch it. That's kind of the problem with Hulu and Netflix and stuff is that especially if you're going to drop your stuff once a week, which is what I don't like that Hulu's doing, then that means I have to remember to
3: go to Hulu once a week. You should use a TV app. I use a TV app. It's awesome. It just like sends me notifications and reminds me of all my shows, and I can, you know, well, but but
0: that's the only thing that I would have to do though. Everything else, my TiVo records for me. So that's not. And all my other shows, they drop all at once. Hulu's the only thing that makes you come back week to week, but it's not showing up on your TiVo. So it's stupid. I hate it. Anyway, let's talk about anyway, the show.
2: The, it was an incredible episode. I it mean, was. It yes. was just so, it had so much stuff in it. I mean, I, I it, 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 at certain points, my mouth was hanging wide open, like, throughout the, I was like, I can't believe what's going to happen next. Because I'm sitting there wondering, it's like, okay, so, you have this couple from out of town that go and buy the, uh, the warden's old house and decide to turn it into a bed and breakfast. And... Um, and, but the, the warden apparently had been painting, uh, portraits kid, of,
0: yeah.
2: of, uh, of, they call, I guess it's, it's called the kid. He's, he's called, he's the, called kid. the kid. They the, call kid. Him the kid. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to call him Skarsgard. Um
0: <laughs> <laughs> But that's confusing because there's too many of those guys.
2: Yeah. But, too many. Yeah. But, um, it, I was sitting there going, oh, so it's not only like his presence, that can affect people. It's just even portraits of him can affect people.
0: Well, I don't know because that That's dude was kind of cool. off his rock before he got there. Because they showed that he just went nuts in a meeting when he found out well, like, this dude with was wife. like sleeping. The, well, guy was the guy
1: was sleeping with his, his wife,
0: wife, and he just yeah. hit him upside the head with a computer. And um, so he was not the most stable of people in the first place. And then they go and buy this place to start over. And they're like, okay, we're going to give our marriage another chance. We're going to live in this, you know, nowhere in town and make this bed and breakfast and we'll be a couple. And the first people they get to move in or check in are a cheating couple. And he just loses his freaking mind. And I don't know if it's the portrait or actually it just could be they're in Castle Rock. Because we've seen that the effect is pretty much spread across the entire town because of the fires and everything else. So I just think being in the town right now was enough for him.
1: Yeah. Well, Um, later in the episode, they do mention um, that really, as long as he is not in a cage, his effect can be felt. Right and and I think also the fact that they were not only opening up a bed and breakfast but a murder themed bed and <laughs> breakfast might have had something a little to do with this. But um, yeah, I mean it was weird from the beginning and just these all these obsessive portraits of the kid and the fact that they kept putting them up all over the walls. I was
0: like, who everywhere. would do that? Why would yeah. you put all those pictures everywhere? It's the same dude. That's creepy.
1: But mm-hmm. I, then when
0: I realized they were trying to go for creepy, I was like, oh okay.
1: Um, I think it was a combination I think they were, were trying to go for creepy number one but also it was the effect of, of that I mean it was just they were being pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed right. because well, that's what they that said. the the wife the was all is.
0: like well it's totally cool you killed their first clients that's fine I
2: was like <laughs> what just, yeah, we just it talk just about
1: never it. happened yeah, we
2: just won't talk about it and then like and then she becomes like all stabby like oh I missed like, that part, I I miss that that part. who cool. does she stab oh well um uh, the main character guy. Um, you Henry? Know, the little
1: Henry. Henry. Yeah, he, Henry, sneaks, Henry. he sneaks oh, into the house that's, to see if you he know can what? find. That's, that's exactly where I
0: left off. Was, yeah. When see, He, he to wanted house. to
1: see what was in the, the basement. The basement. Right. And he does get into the basement. But uh, by that time, the, the portraits have all been moved upstairs. And he finds that. Yeah. And he's just about to try to leave when he's found out by the couple. And they immediately just get all stabby on him. And it's it's almost <laughs> funny, really, because
0: yeah.
1: it's so incompetent. It's like, you know, this is what people who really don't normally kill people would try to do if they were assaulting somebody. Yeah. And they end, up, they end up getting themselves killed instead.
2: Yeah, it's like, um, okay, I'm going to stab this guy, but uh, I apparently can't, you know do it right so i accidentally stabbed myself in the neck and died
0: (laughs) 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 wow okay i will let's let's back up and talk about henry's storyline uh the one thing i will say is not true and this should be to writers uh there is no way that a black boy would call the police on his black father. Thank you. I was like, no, that would never happen because the cops (laughs) would shoot him. Like, like that's in in the society that we live in today. They came close to shooting. Oh, I know. Which is why he wouldn't have done it. Like the only way he would have done it is if someone was actively attacking his father, and he was looking out the window, and somebody was actively doing it at that moment. Then maybe he would call the cops. But he wouldn't yeah. call the cops if he thought that maybe that guy might be dangerous, because the cops would have shown up and shot the black dude. Like that's what would have happened, and that's almost what did happen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, yeah, that's I call BS. I was like, I was, I was like, I call BS on this scene.
2: Um, I am glad though that because I was complaining on the podcast last week that I didn't really understand the purpose of the son being there, and now we and got the answer. Yeah, and so now um and so now the son is is got the, the I power. guess the ringing in the ears just yeah. like his father does.
1: Right. I and did I, appreciate when he tried to, you know, get him out of town on the bus and the kid gets off the bus to go back and where does he stop? Salem's lot. <laughs> did well, appreciate that. I
0: also call BS because my father used to have to put us on buses to go between my parents and stuff, he never left until the bus left. So the fact that he put his son on the bus and took off before the bus left, I was like, no, that's not real. (laughs) Um, So all of that stuff was just weird. But I mean, they did it for the plot, which I get, because I was like, oh, this kid's going to get off the bus. Like As soon as I saw his father leave first, I was like, he's totally getting off the bus. Now that we know he's got the power... You're not going to send him back to Boston. You're know? And I, what does it mean when the kid was like, I've waited 27 years for you? And I was like, oh, uh,
1: that's creepy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. And yeah,
1: they have not resolved that.
2: Yeah, so something, I mean, obviously, you know, Henry's special. But then I'm kind of wondering if he has, if the kid has something to do with the, um, I guess the, the lady's powers um, and her empathy. Here's
0: here's my theory. I think that they're yin and yang-ish between Henry and the kid. I think their powers... Because the dad thought that Henry's power was that he could hear the voice of God. And we're pretty sure that the kid's power is he basically channels the devil. So I think that's what's going on. Mm. That's my personal theory at that I don't know if I'm right, but that's my theory at the moment. And I think they're going to have to do battle. Yay. (laughs) No, that cop, all of his face talking about, he's the black death was totally inappropriate. I was like, you get an F and sued. Thank you. Like
1: (laughs) she was like, especially when she knows there's a lunatic running around town. Who's, who's doing terrible things and she blames him. It's like, What?
0: Yeah, what? that was not, the, she was like, you've only been in town for a couple of weeks, there's already a dead body in your house. He didn't kill them? Like, <laughs> we've established that he's
1: not the murderer. Why are you all up in his face? Yeah, Well, she blames him for, like, letting him out of prison, but it's like, he wasn't technically in prison. He was being held hostage in a prison. Right. So if he hadn't gotten him out, somebody would have eventually, because well, he was they there illegally. Plan- I know,
0: but they were planning to kill him, which is still not good either, but... uh yeah, all of that. And she was like, weren't you there when that massacre happened? And I was like, uh, yeah, but he wasn't the shooter for that either. So calm down. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so that cop got on my nerves. I didn't like her.
2: It's an incredible episode. Thumbs up. Definitely.
0: All right. Next up, we're going to talk about Jack Ryan, which is Amazon's new. Show which everybody's been talking about, it's super action y, blah 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 blah. And I will say it's an hour long pilot, and I didn't feel the hour because it did actually move really fast. However, my biggest problem with the entire series is the premise of Jack Ryan is that he's a CIA analyst who gets in over his head, and you're watching him try to figure out how to maneuver in these really deep waters, and then he gets better at it, and then he becomes he becomes a cool character to watch. The problem I have with this show is that they start him off as a decorated marine who already knows how to fight and do combat and all this stuff, but then he does the the what do you call it the 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 lip service of saying I'm just an analyst. I don't do these things. I was like, what are you talking about? You served in Syria or whatever. Like, what? And they're like, we got to get on a plane and go and do this. He's like, I can't get on that plane. I just... And I was like, it doesn't make sense. I was like, either he's a decorated Marine who has all this experience, or he's an analyst. You can't have
3: both. And the show was trying to do both. Well, I think what they... I, they were, sort of, but I think the reason they dropped the ball with you, I mean, they did with me also, but but the point is, um, in the movie, I did not read the books, so nobody schooled me on the books, but the in the movie, with the Alec Baldwin one, they make it clear that, and they alluded to it in the pilot, but they glossed it over, that he was a sole survivor of a helicopter crash, right. so he's suffering from PTSD. So, like, I honestly believe if the show were written better, slash directed better, um, that wouldn't have been such a problem for you. It, I'm not disagreeing that it isn't a problem anyway, but they could have alleviated some of the the real impact of that problem by just explaining better that he really is kind of the reason Maybe you know, like a police officer who's like in a shooting and he chooses to work behind a desk. I mean, it's a trope, but whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like they didn't, you're how- right, they didn't stress that at all. Not at all, but they did do lip service to it. They did. They showed you the photo. That guy was reading the newspaper article. Of, yeah, well, but he never he
0: never saw him. He never
3: said anything like, I don't want to go out there because.
0: No, the- no,
3: no, no. He, it, he didn't in the movie either. But um, no, he definitely, there was like, I think he had like in bed at night. He he He's definitely had ptsd like the ceiling fan again another right. show, like reminded him of the helicopter blades and you know and there's a crap they definitely do make a point of trying to explain it but they just do a really crappy job of it right they really do because i actually you know, i like, saw it, it but i didn't necessarily it's register yeah yeah didn't register and that's you know for me you hit the nail on the head i'm sorry i think i've just like um stolen this co- this no comment go from for me, it but, go for it but um but that's, that's actually, you know, the problem, which is what Alec Baldwin did so brilliantly. It's funny, because I, I was reading this article about ranking. All, this is actually crazy. The this article ranking all the Jack Ryans. And I thought, how many Jack Ryans have there been? Like, what are they <laughs> talking about? I was like, can they rank them? Is there enough to rank? Um and it turns out there are five guys, five Jack Ryans and you know it started with Alec Baldwin um you know and then there was uh Harrison Ford and then there was um uh I don't know Chris Pine uh oh uh, Ben Affleck Ben Affleck first Chris Pine and then John Krasinski so I was like oh my god and and really you know besides uh you know for Harrison Ford which I'm pretty sure we'll watch him in anything um Alec Baldwin, to me, was the quintessential uh Jack Ryan because he was very convincing as a desk jockey, you know what I mean, even though they told us that he had also seen action um and that to me, you know first of all, I disagree with you. I did not think that i I felt every minute every now nanodic- <laughs> of that it, half seconds i I really felt every minute of that the pilot i thought and in fact they did such a j- bad job for me um, like sometimes a, a pilot and or a, even just an episode will throw you into the action to kind of tease you and then slow it kind of back right. down and stuff so i get that but at, at 15 20 minutes in i was like did i like accidentally fast forward and like start watching this from like you know 10 or 15 minutes in did i fall asleep for like 7 minutes i just thought it was so not set up well, you know what I mean? And then like you said, he was almost already like too action y and I thought, what's happening? So Well yeah, yeah my, I, my
0: biggest my biggest problem was at the action scene at the end when he gets into the fight, he was so calm when he yeah. was fighting this super military dude and yes. they're they're going at it and he is so freaking calm. I was like, Am I watching the Equalizer? Like what is this? Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, I, yeah. yeah he's any There's normal no person. Yeah, he, he, even if a even if it's a regular combat guy, if he's in combat, he's going to be scared. He's going to be fighting. He's going to be
3: thinking about this. He's going to look scared a little bit. And... Or, or it was an actor's choice and a bad one. It was a terrible. Because there was one. a point. Yeah, the, no, no. There was a point where I think john krasinski i'm gonna call him by his actor name not his character name because i feel like he made the choice to kind of do like a ptsd zen kind of like i can't believe what i just went through but it did not read like that at all it It read like yeah
0: like he's like i'm this super fighting expert and none of this is phasing me and and i was like why is he this cool Like it didn't even make it didn't make any sense whatsoever, and so I was like, nope, I don't like this.
3: So I mean, I'm probably going to watch more. I think maybe. Well, let me say this. Let me say this. I am a masochist because. it was sort of by accident, but I watched the the pilot. And I, I really need to say a few more things about the this, this show before we move on. Uh, but I ended up watching another two to three episodes because I was in the room and, like, it was, you know, it was the next episode came on. And, um you know, I thought to myself, well, whatever, I'm sitting here. I've got things I'm doing. So I thought, and oh, and maybe it'll get better. Uh, no, it got worse. And it was <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> And I thought, oh, I am too lazy to reach for the remote and just turn it off, you know? And I thought, what's better, silence or, like, crappy Jack Ryan in the background? And, <laughs> you know, so and laziness won out. I, I mean, I would have had to have gotten up, so I thought, ugh, oh, fine. But the thing is, it does not get better. It actually kind of gets worse. And I know, uh-huh. you know, I don't, I don't want to talk about – I don't want to get too far ahead, but I have to say this because the seeds are set in the first episode. Now, I've been waiting all – I'll show to say Jack what did I say to you the other day? Jack y- yawn. Yeah, you said Jack <laughs> yawn, Yes. It gets, it gets like so predictable. It gets so boring and so many tropes and I was kind of appalled. And I'll 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 say this. You know you're in trouble when the big climactic end when he's like in slow-mo post big fight and the the soundtrack. You guys know I love soundtracks. I'm always talking about the score, about how it can completely add to it It is so bad that it's like some like stereotypical like trumpety weird you know vangelis score that it sounds like all they did was turn the volume up slowly you know and be like this is an important moment (laughs) 10 credits i was like what what I mean, it literally was like someone sat at a volume control and just like, slowly now, slowly, bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. I mean, I was like, oh, no. Okay. So, on, uh, let's bring it back. Bring episode. it down. Bring it down. Yeah. Bring it down. Watch, watch <laughs> one more episode. Watch one more episode. But I'm telling you. Oh, wait. One last thing, though. I have a question. Well, oh, no. Okay. Because I'm, I'm confused because I have like three or four episodes in my head. I have I want credit for this. I want credit for this. This show is so predictable. That when, the, when they showed up with the dead bodies at the gate, yeah, this has to be said. The, I literally was like, how stupid can you be? This is obviously a trap. I was like, this is well, the worst I, tro-
0: well, well, I thought they put bombs inside the bodies. That's wait, what wait, I thought. Wait,
3: hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. So, so you, you were onto something because it was like something's hidden in the dead bodies, right? Right. So I'm like, obviously this is a trap. So then I get in there, they get the bodies in there, and you know, as soon as they were headed towards the morgue, like they weren't in it, they were headed toward it. I thought, okay, one of them's either alive or they've like hidden something in the body. It turns out to be both. <laughs> <It's> like the joke! <laughs> I, I was like, I guessed all of them. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. They, I was like, you know what I mean? Too yeah. predictable. Too yeah. predictable.
0: I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue that point. All right, let's move on uh you can do what you want with jack ryan guys make your choice there's a lot of action a lot of fighting uh, that's all i'm gonna say not all even right good how do you go the action all right fighting. next up we're gonna talk about ozark and this was the season two premiere and i will admit that i did not finish this one but this was not because of a time crunch this was more deliberate because I had watched Jack Ryan which was to me at least fast paced it wasn't great but at least it was fast paced and this show is very slow their first couple of episodes are all about setting up the season so you know it's at stake for the season so it's really kind of a slow burn but the problem was apparently with my when I with my Netflix when I hit play it didn't give me the previously on so the first 15 minutes of the episode was me trying to figure out who everybody was and what the heck was going on because the premiere takes place the next day from the finale of first season and I haven't seen first season since last year so I didn't not only did I not remember what happened in the finale exactly but I didn't remember who all the people were so you've got the kids talking I was like wait those are the kids do I remember that and then there's like this couple out in the woods bearing a body I'm like whose body are they burying? Wait, who are they? And then I had to like, remember who everybody was and who, and then I was like, oh, right the night before because the insult. And then she shot the dude in the head and I was like, okay. And then she's the woman that does. Okay. And it was like starting to come back, but it kind of took me out of enjoying what was happening because I was trying to remember what had happened. Um, And because the pacing was just like, it's super Ozark. It's deliberate. It's deliberately slow-paced, and it does... The first season did pay off, but I have to say, I got all the... Because they did the whole dinner party at the beginning, and then you're like, what's going on? And I, because I didn't remember what was going on, I was really confused. So then when we catch back up and we're at the dinner party again, I was like, oh, all right, whatever, and then I hit stop, because <laughs> I was like, I don't care at this point, point," um, and it is deliberate and it is slow paced, but I just don't think I was in the mood for it at the time. So what did you think, Allison, since you did get a previously on?
1: Um, yeah, I, I did not make the mistake of watching something really actiony beforehand. So I was I was okay with the pacing of it. And also, um, I guess I got lucky somehow because I did get the previously's. That when I hit play, they did this uh, previously on that was framed as Ruth talking to her father and bringing him up to speed on everything that had been going on over the last year and it basically brought the audience up to speed which was really important because like you I'd forgotten a lot of the little details so that was that was something that that I thought was very important to have and I benefited from that so by the time it actually started for real I was you know caught on what was happening and i i I didn't have to question i slightly questioned you know what they were doing at at this this ball and dancing but um you know the it was like oh okay we're doing like a flash forward kind of thing well that was my problem I, i didn't
0: know if we were flash forwarding flashing back flash i didn't know what was happening so i was really i was lost for too long yeah open.
1: which i'm sure was really uncomfortable fortunately i didn't i didn't have that and um i from from the perspective of of being able to go okay i know what's going on everything you know worked well from there i i immediately got back into the storyline it it is very as i said deliberately paced it's not super actiony there are moments of violence that comes, you know, almost out of nowhere and uh, can be really graphic and horrible. But in between that, it's, it's mostly, you know, characters just talking and negotiating and conning. There's a lot of tension build up if you know what's going on. Right. Um, and, and it really relies on that a lot because most of the people who uh, Marty and, and his wife have to deal with um are very scary people (laughs) They're extremely scary and they're extremely crazy a lot of them um especially the snells you know the 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 hillbilly couple well the wife Uh,
0: especially at least the husband if he's gonna kill you you'll see it coming you're like oh because i did this thing and he got mad and then that makes sense that he wants to kill me but the wife just like flips
1: out oh she's completely gone and yeah. he's but the thing is he supports her in everything cuz he cuz he loves her so as as crazy and freaky as she is he's going to back up everything right. that she does even though he is i mean he's he's more evil than than crazy but he nevertheless will will back up all the crazy of his wife and right. they've also got this thing going that you know they have like this this hillbilly uh, you know code that they go by which really isn't anything except whim really but they they consider it like this hard fast code and you break it even accidentally and they will murder you instantly. <laughs> I know, right? um so and you know there are those people and now also we've we've got the situation the of cartel. Uh, the cartel is coming down on them and ruth's father is getting out of prison and it's just this endless line of dangerous crazy people from all possible directions um what so was, it, what it was insane like was that, wall's s-
0: that scene where ruth is talking to marty and she's like well i want a better position he's like okay what do you want and she's like well I, and she's like making these demands that she thinks are like huge demands and she's like i want twenty five thousand dollars a year and he was like all right and I was like, really? Twenty five thousand dollars a year? That's terrible. <laughs>
1: <You> know, like, <laughs> For her though, it's a fortune.
0: I know, you know, but I mean she was like first she goes she goes from I want to be your partner and he goes, No. And she's like, Fine. Well then I want twenty five thousand dollars a year. And I was like, How much did she think she was gonna make as his partner? Like I just and it was that's when you realize she has no concept mm-hmm. of how much money they're dealing with. Um and that's the danger of him saying, okay, I'm going to teach you the books. I was like, once she learns the books and figures this out, then he's not going to be able to fool her anymore. Like he just yeah. did. And, and I mean, to be fair, he's not deliberately fooling her because he kept saying, okay, what else do you want? Because when she was like, I want $25,000, he was like, all right, all right, what else? And she was like, and I don't want this. And he's like, okay, what else? And so he kept, because she wasn't asking for anything big. So he that's why he kept saying you know, asking her for more. He's like, No, think bigger. Think bigger. Think like he was egging her on to to think bigger. And I appreciate that about because Marty's not actually a bad guy. Like he's strange. He isn't,
1: but he is he is gra- he is losing hold and you'll you'll notice as you get further on um in the episodes that he is he is losing touch with what makes him human more and more oh, of course. Um, yeah, because simply dealing, because he's, he's dealing with immersed crazy, in this.
0: Yeah. He's dealing with crazy people. So yeah. He yeah.
1: has a later conversation with his wife, which frankly shocked me. Um, and, you know, it's, and, and, and she blows it off like it's nothing, but it's, it, it, it makes a big difference in terms of how you look at his character. And this is, it's just this constantly being a, you know, you're, you're in survival mode basically and suddenly nothing is unthinkable really is what it
0: is all right well let's move on um i i'm probably i'm definitely going to keep watching ozark like oh yes i just won't try to watch it while i'm watching jack ryan (laughs) that that, i think that will help me out that's
1: not and try to try to track down that previously on because it's really helpful (laughs) okay all
0: right next up we're going to talk about killjoys and this episode made me misty and made me emotional on a lot of levels which killjoys as a rule does not do um but the whole like when they do and i apparently didn't see the title of the episode which was called old mother where art thou i didn't see the title i just hit play and so i was totally stunned when you find out that that's the mom and i was like oh okay that makes sense and the whole thing about her relationship with Klein just broke my heart and they were talking about how they met when they were six and then they fell in love when they were 12 and I was like I need this story nice I was like I need this story right here this is the story I want to hear and then he she was like he was like you're just an, uh, you're just feeling an echo of our love and he was like an echo of our love is greater than most people ever get And I was like
3: oh my god you know, so, just... like, totally picked out the two lines I picked out. I was like, yeah. "Ooh, if I was taking notes, this is what I would put down." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was like so good. Like, that's some of the best writing that I've seen, especially for Klein, and it just made him. It made me wish that we saw Klein before he was Hullen. You know, because she was like, "You've still got the charm, but you're pretending,"
3: and or all of whatever. That, Say yeah, that again? It was, oh, wait, she said, she said you still have the charm, but you don't. You no longer have the heart, Right. I think is the word. And she was like, when I was
0: upset, you didn't take my hand. She was like, that's yeah. how I
3: knew. And I was like, oh, man. Just
0: like all right. of that, yeah, all yeah. that relationship texture, they don't have that on the show for anybody else. Like even um, Dutch and Dov, who you're supposed to be like, oh, that's the couple we're watching. I don't feel
3: that. Them like they don't have that level. I, I like. I actually like, uh and I mentioned this last time. It's not romantic, but I think they do a really great job between Dutch and you know, um Johnny. You know, what is it, Johnny? Yeah, I think they do a great job. With, right, uh, with the uh, you know. What yeah, I, mean? I
0: believe their friendship slash family sibling thing. Yeah, you no, know, but I
3: mean it's really sweet and poignant, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like
0: you know what I mean. Right, I agree. Uh but yeah, I was like she's like now I'm gonna get in this pod. She's like but but he's dead. She's like she's like Klein's dead. He's only a memory in the green. She's like, Oh he's coming for me. She's like, but but no really he's dead. She's like, That's okay. I'll just wait. No, that's
3: the serious devotion. It's yeah.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> just like oh my god, I'm gonna I literally started crying. Like that's come so on. Sweet. Uh so yeah, that's this has been my favorite episode so far this season, definitely.
3: It's oh. definitely been a mixed bag. I mean, have you guys seen it? Oh yeah. Yeah, I've been i been watching saw it because okay. uh, you know, I, I haven't been on the podcast, you know, regularly enough to know what your guys have been. What you guys have been saying all season long. But this has not been my favorite season by far. Um, this was probably one of my favorite episodes. I think there might have been one more. Um, but I thought that I thought in whole on whole the the season's been a little bit uneven, and I don't, I don't love the way they've been jumping between in the green and the real world. I, I'm not saying they shouldn't do it, I don't have a problem with their choice, uh, but just the way they're doing it, it's kind of jarring and slightly uninteresting, and I, I I don't know what's happening, you know? So, but this episode, I thought, touches on, I think, the hidden gem of Killjoys. I know you're saying it doesn't normally make you cry, and I'm not saying it's made ball in the past, but the entire season, and the reason I love the show so much I really do is because the first four or five episodes I remember thinking like oh this is like a rock' em, sock 'em, you know fun you know action sci-fi kind of serenity you know a Western in the you know space kind of a show and I was like I'm down with that um, but then it just kind of kept developing all these layers and the relationships and the little nuances even of people's personality quirks the um, oh, what's the bartenders guy's name cream brave pretty I freaking love him. I do, I do too.
0: Mm-hmm. He's he's the the, the one character Hello? that I think showed up and you thought, oh, he's just going to be the bartender. He's not going to really have anything to do. And, and I,
3: he's going to be a caricature. Yeah, you know I mean? and he's,
0: he's so great.
3: So, so layered. So, you know, he... he I really thought he was going to be a caricature and it was going to be slightly borderline insulting slash I'm a walking trope Um, and the scene where and this is to me brilliant because it so could be wrong it so could be like yawn 90s um, when he like starts to take off his earrings (laughs) I mean I was just like I don't even know why this scene works so well and his boyfriend is like oh you're in trouble now you know what I mean (laughs) And I was like, "Yeah, you are. Yes, you are. you gonna bring it, you know." And Pre brings it. So there's this wonderful, like, for the LGBT community, for the non-LGBT community, it's just so, it's like, so non-binary, the show, nobody cares, no one really talks about it, you know, you can, you can have a kind of, you know, flamboyant, sassy personality without being remotely feminine, but you can wear makeup, guy liner, and, and just, you know, and you can kick at, kick butt, I mean, so for me, pre also is like a wonderful example of how, um you know, you're breaking stereotypes by just kind of living in your stereotypes, and like, just doesn't matter, so I, I feel like, this episode on the whole uh, the humor is spot on the action is good you know and then the, they do a really nice job like like you said you hit every line that hit me i didn't cry but I, definitely <laughs> was I was like, yeah i love killjoy and anyway, that's me i'm done all right allison greg either one of you guys No, I just really,
1: I I loved it. And I love the humor that they stick in, you know, the weirdest places that just capture the characters. You know, you're talking about where he takes off his his earrings, you know, in order to to beat up on the guys. And there's this little line that his boyfriend has where he just looks at the earrings and he goes, now see, this is why you're so hard to buy for. I would never think to get this for you. You know, yes. and it's just—it just comes out of nowhere. It's like it's—it's it's just this totally normal conversation in the middle of this bizarre situation, and and they do things like that that I think are great. And yeah, I I really enjoyed this this episode a lot. Uh, Greg,
0: any comments?
2: Um, no, I mean, um, you know, I've talked about it on the podcast before. Um, you know, this season just really hasn't been doing it for me, and um, and really, you know, I'm I get tired of all of the flashbacks, you know, it just kind of reminds me of, uh, of like an arrow episode where it, mm-hmm. they're just totally like retconning things like over and over and over. And it's just, uh, it's just, I don't, I, I don't even know what's going on with the story anymore. Really. It's like, okay, we're going to, You didn't. Gonna... I
0: thought that this flashback was particularly good though. I mean, generally speaking, I see what you're talking about, but I thought this was really important.
3: I agree with both of you. Now, well, I, mean, I, I, I agree with you. I, yeah,
0: I agree with you in general about the, some of the other episodes. The flashbacks didn't work, but I think this is an example where the flashbacks did work.
1: But I, I understand I mean, what we, you're saying. We talked last week, yeah. too, about how there's a lot of redundancy on the show. And I, I really, you know, like, I think one of the reasons this episode worked so well is because we didn't have to go into the green again. Right. And, yeah. and that that is just tedious stuff for me. It
3: really, is. it really is that's why I had a problem with this season as well I feel like we're kind of all on the same page right. about the unevenness of it yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I think we agree alright so but overall I think it's kind of uneven but this episode was definitely an A in my opinion
3: alright
0: sure. uh, if you guys have any questions or comments send to tvcampfire@gmail.com. follow on Twitter on Facebook you listen to us on GetThePointRadio.com Krypton Radio we now listen to iTunes and we'll talk to you guys next time Bye-bye. bye bye bye